0: amazing
1: Awesome.
0: Hmm. how awesome is our God hey, how awesome is our God hmm. love overwhelming how awesome is our God Us, how awesome is our God?
1: <laughs>
0: overwhelming. The overwhelming love. You can't get it from the world. You can't get it from a man. You can't get it from a woman. You can't get it from your mother, your father, your children, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. But you can get it from God. a overwhelming love. Unconditional love. Jesus Christ. We serve an awesome God. We truly serve an awesome God. We don't even realize. We don't even realize how awesome he is.
1: It's overwhelming. It's
0: an overwhelming love. Like when you can feel the Lord holding you and letting you know that everything is going to be all right. You just look at God differently. Like when you can feel his presence for real. I'm not talking about goosebumps. I'm talking about the Lord holding you, comforting you, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Man, I'm coming on on a Sunday. I normally don't do this because, you know, everybody at church or they've been to church or they're on their way to their afternoon church service. So, like, this is not even normally what I do. Not on Sundays. You know, because everybody go gather in their churches regularly. So I normally don't come on on Sundays. Be that as it may. It's the first day of the month. You know, we've got to tell people about the goodness of God. Because, you know, October, the witchcraft just goes to a higher level. So we've got to let people know. Sorcerer and witchcraft Is not of God (laughs) (laughs) And those of you Who have gone through domestic violence Or you're in a domestic violence relationship Come out Because love does not hurt Love does not hurt Love does not hurt (laughs) My God,
1: my God. I love you, Jesus. And I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you, Lord.
0: to tell the Lord you love him more than anything.
1: My God, my God. You reign on the throne for you are God and God alone because of you my cloudy Because
0: of the Lord, my cloudy days are gone. Man, That I
1: love you more than anything. Yes. God. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: You have kept us through so many things. So many battles. You are a keeper.
1: Only you, God. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone.
0: Jesus, I suffer from severe depression and anxiety. And because of the Lord, my cloudy days are gone. Hmm. I can see clearly. I'm no longer operating in witchcraft and sorcery. From tarot cards... Palm readings, horoscopes, zodiac signs. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) He's a deliverer. He's a keeper. No longer celebrating Halloween, which gave the devil legal access to me and my children. Not better than anybody, just grateful. For the Lord's grace and mercy. Over me and my children's life. Just grateful. Just grateful. Made it through domestic violence. (laughs) Where the men tried to take my life. But God said no. God blocked it. Where I was hit and kicked in my stomach with babies in my stomach, but the Lord kept my babies, although they were born prematurely, but he kept my babies. I'm just thanking God on today. I'm just thanking him for his love. Just thanking him for his love, his grace, his mercy, his protection. Oh, We need to start thanking the Lord Stop complaining so much There are people going through worse I'm thanking the Lord for my living children I'm thanking them for my living children <laughs> Just gotta thank God Because it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse.
1: worse. Oh, I think it works.
0: You've gotta love the Lord more than your money, your job, your mama, your daddy, your children. See, you gotta put God first. For real. You gotta seek ye first the kingdom of God. Huh? And his righteousness. You can't go around here doing wickedness. Oh, We cannot be going around here doing wickedness intentionally.
1: Jesus.
0: I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus.
1: I you,
0: I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, God. Can't nobody do me like you can. I love you. And I know that now. There's not a man that can do me like Jesus. (laughs) There's not a drink. Lordy, there's not a drug. My God. You have to be honest enough to say you need the Lord. Because in this world, you may think you're making it without Jesus, but you're truly not. Man, I'm a living witness. Deceived by the devil thinking I was making it, and I wasn't. Deceived by the devil, thinking I was making it, but I wasn't making it at all. You all, and I'm telling you, I was deceived. Like, you got to hear me. I can talk about this because it's October. Everybody getting ready for Halloween, including churches. And you all don't understand. Like, that is giving the devil legal access to you and your children. Like, period, point blank. And y'all don't have to like it. Like, the truth is the truth because we've got too many people... In the body of Christ, ready to celebrate their false festivals, and then their hallelujah, whatever they want to call them. You got some calling them hallelujah fest. You got some calling them hallelujah carnival. They try to slap God on it and try to make it, try to make it like it's gonna stop the devil. No, it's not. You know, you telling your child you can be anything they want to be on Halloween, but then you have the audacity to get mad if they say they want to be a girl or a boy, but they're born a boy saying they want to be a girl, born a girl saying they want to be a boy, but you give your child legal access to go into Halloween stores pick out whatever costume that they want to pick out and say you can be whatever you want to be. But then when they, when it's a boy saying he want to be the girl, you try to say, well, you can't be a girl. Well, you told me I could be this and that and that on Halloween. And then now your child is confused. Hello, somebody. You got a girl talking about she want to be a boy. And you're like, no, you were born a girl. And she's like, but on Halloween, you let me dress up as da-da-da-da-da. You let me go in the store, pick out what I want to pick up. So then now your, your small child is confused because of who? Because of you. It's not the government. It's not the schools it's because of you mom and dad but y'all don't want to talk about that because you know everybody in the body of Christ want to make it like they are just perfect and you're not none of us are perfect none of us and you know I had to tell my children I had to tell my daughter I had to tell my son like I'm sorry for even allowing you all to celebrate Halloween when you were young growing up I did not know I didn't know But like, for those that are in church and they truly do know, and you're still celebrating this thing, that's just, you're, you're ignorantly giving the devil legal access to you, your children, your church members, and even on your church grounds. But y'all keep doing what y'all doing because y'all gonna do what y'all want to do anyway. It's just, I have to warn you because the Lord said I had to, but frankly, like, yo, do what you do, yo, because y'all, y'all, y'all just, y'all just won't praises of people. Y'all y'all not even thinking about your heaven heavenly riches. You're just thinking about what you're gaining here on earth. You know, so earlier I uh turned on the computer in Bible Gateway, pulled up Bible Gateway, and I wasn't even expecting to pull up this scripture, but this is good. Matthew 5:11 and 12, the Message Bible. Hello, bang hi. Um and and it reads, "Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time People put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds and know that you are in good company My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. So at the end of the day, like as long as I'm doing what the Lord's telling me to do and all of heaven applauds it, well, guess what? I am in good company and this is something that I know. You know, um, for those of you, domestic violence, those of you that are domestic violence survivors, it's time for you to share your testimony with others because for those who are going through it currently need to know that they can get an exit plan. They can escape the domestic violence. They do not have to stay and love does not hurt. Love does not hurt. Love does not hurt. You know, um, I'm looking back over my life and like there's questions that gets, get asked. So it takes me back. And like, although like anger tried to come up, like I'm telling you, it wasn't even anger. It was gratitude. It was like, Lord, I thank you. You kept me and my unborn babies. Like, you understand what I'm saying? You kept us. They were premature, but you kept us. They are miracles. They are alive on today. You follow what I'm saying? And one is 20 and one is 23. And I'm talking about domestic violence while I was pregnant with both of them. Kicked in my stomach, hit in my stomach. Like, this is the truth. But the Lord kept my babies, kept me and my babies. And the thing is, there's many women that don't make it out alive. Many women and children that do not make it out alive. And, you know... Today, just know that love does not hurt. If you are a woman going through domestic violence, get out of that relationship. God will give you an exit plan. If you are a man in a domestic violence relationship, get out. God will give you an exit plan. I'm going to tell you, at one time, it was so bad. It was like off of a movie. It was so bad for me and my children that I had to keep a bag packed in the trunk of the car with money, a change of clothes, ID, um, preloaded credit card, like debit cards, like this is real. And I had to keep a bag packed in my trunk. And then I also had to tell my daughter a safety word, had to give safety words. So we would know if anything happened. Even when my oldest son, Sydney was alive, it was a safety word that him and I had. That That's how bad it was. Um, when it gets bad like that, where you've got to keep a bag packed for escape, um, with money, a change of clothes, ID, um, and things of that nature to be and keep your car filled with gas all the time, no matter what. That's why even now when my car gets to half a tank, I go fill it up automatically because I always had to be ready to go the exit plan. Like if it was, you know. Um, even after my son was killed, we had to have the same plan. It was a safety plan. It was an escape plan. Um, bags packed, money, all these things, you know, like, like off of a movie. Um, and when you're a mother protecting your children that truly love your children, You know, um, you would do anything by any means necessary to protect your children. And I'm not talking about you moms that had kids just to try to keep a man. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. Because anybody can birth a child, but everybody's not there to nurture a child. I witnessed that with my own mother. She gave birth to me, but she didn't nurture me. (laughs) She gave birth, but she didn't nurture. But I nurtured my children. And a mother who nurtures her children will protect her children by any means necessary. And she will protect her grandchildren by any means necessary. Don't you ever get it twisted. Don't let a pretty face or a pretty smile fool you. Don't let that this woman dresses up and like to dress nice fool you. Because when it comes to her children and her grandchildren, there's nothing pretty about the situation at all. And when she's had to protect these children since they were in her womb, such as a woman like myself, a domestic violence survivor. Had to protect my babies while they were in my womb. Yeah. It's just some things you don't mess with. I'm sorry some of you have had children and you didn't want babies, but you wanted to have sex. If you don't want babies, don't have sex. It's that simple. You ain't got to like it. Somebody got to tell you all the truth today. You want the sex, but you don't want the baby. Well, use protected sex so you won't get pregnant. Better yet, wait till you're married. But we know that doesn't happen. It didn't happen with me. It didn't happen with my children. So I'm not judging. But now that I know better, for real, those of you that have not had sex, keep it that way until you are married. But for those of you going through domestic violence, come out, get an escape plan. If you have small children but they're old enough to understand what you are saying, you give them a safety word. You keep a bag packed and put it in your trunk. Keep it in your trunk with cash, prepaid debit cards. I would say cash because there's no trail with cash. Uh, Prepaid debit cards are pretty good to have too, um, but keep clothing um, Keep IDs, the birth certificates, you know, the same thing that you would try to keep in your trunk, you know, the same things they try to tell you to keep prepared for like national disasters, like in hurricane areas, tornado areas. Let me tell you something, you need to keep those same things if you can in a bag in your trunk when you are a domestic violence if you're going through domestic violence that thing is not just for national disasters it's for the disaster and the crisis that is going on in your own home that people do not understand about John, thank God that you're a, Joe, thank God you're able to, thank you. I'm happy you're able to hear it because it's the truth because people are in relationships and they don't have to be in domestic violence relationships. They have been forced and stand by fear because I was that woman. I was stuck. I was stuck. I was in fear, in fear, in fear. And one day I got the strength and said, I fear no more. And if I got to go, you going with me. And once I took on that mindset, it wound up scaring the hell out of him. Because he's like, wait a minute, she's not scared anymore. She's like, she ain't, she's not scared anymore. Because he always threatened to take my life. Then drive me around in a trunk. Then one day he was taking me to this place. I thought we were, man, we were not arguing or nothing. This is, the, this is what broke me from the fear. And I pray this helped some women and men on today. We're driving and we're not arguing or anything. And I'm thinking everything, okay. And we riding down the street. And at first I see cars and at first I see streetlights. And then all of a sudden we're on a dark road. I'm not seeing any cars. I'm not seeing any street lights. And then I'm like, wait a minute, where are we going? And this man said to me, I'm about to take you somewhere, beat you to death and leave you there. Those were the words, mind you, we're not arguing or nothing, so this is how you know a person that is mentally unstable. They can make you think everything okay, but be having intense. On taking your life. Because I'm not knowing there was anything going on between us. We had not argued or nothing. I thought we were just riding. He said. Because he asked me. Did I want to go for a ride? I'm like yeah. We need to get out the house. Like I'm thinking everything. Is okay. So when he said that to me. I'm sitting in the seat, got my seatbelt on. And something said, you got to unbuckle this seatbelt. You are going to have to grab the wheel of this car. And if you go, you go. Like, it it was real. It was that serious because this man had said in his mind, he was taking my life. He had threatened me so many times. You understand? I mean, had even shot at me with with our baby in the car. So, like, this thing is real. So, but out of fear, I kept staying. y'all follow what I'm saying? Because it was always, if you leave, I'm going to kill you. If you leave, I'm going to, you understand? So out of fear, I stayed, y'all follow what I'm saying? But on this day, it had to be the Lord letting me know, you're not going to make it home to your three babies. If you don't grab the wheel of this car, you are not going to make it home to your three babies. So I had to unbuckle my seatbelt and grabbed the steering wheel put all my body on the steering wheel and it was a median in the middle of the street which was concrete and i said if i go we going together and i put all my weight on that wheel and he no longer had control he no longer had control because he couldn't even he couldn't even control the wheel of the car because i put all my weight on it like i'm talking about i'm up my knees on the on the seat and my weight is on the wheel and i'm like we get ready to go together." In that moment, oh God, that just hit me. He realized he didn't have control of me anymore. He didn't have control of the will. He didn't have control of nothing. And if he didn't ask me to let go of that will, we both would have been gone. He was like, let go of the will, let go of the will. I said, no. If you're not going to take me home, we're getting ready to go together. That's it. That's all. He was like, let go of the will. We're about to hit the. I don't care. You, this is your last time threatening me. Like, I remember this thing like it was yesterday, although it was 20 years ago. And this is to help you all come out. Because from that day forward, I refuse to ever be afraid of a man, be afraid and be stuck in a relationship with any man that abused me mentally, physically, emotionally or sexually or spiritually. And I said, if I let this will go, you better get off at the next exit and take me home to my babies. He said, I promise I will. I said, I'm telling you, if you don't, you'll never be able to sleep at night. So then at that moment, I had control. And I'm gonna tell you all the truth. He got off at the next exit. I got home to my babies. And that man was never able to sleep at night next to me again. And finally, when I really got all my strength to be done, I had to get a gun. And I was going to blast him through the door if he kept messing. It shouldn't have to take all of that. I'm telling you something off of a movie. And from that day forward, I said I would never be scared of another man in my life. The only person I had ever been afraid of in my life. In my life, you all. He put that much fear in me. And you know it wasn't nobody but the devil because it was fear. I was, I was fearful to leave him. Because he kept saying he would take my life if I left him. But then it got to the point where you're going to take my life if I stay. So what do I have to lose? There are so many. Thank you, Proverbs 31. There are so many women that are going through this right now. And men, and you do not have to stay. You do not have to be afraid. You get an exit plan. Get an exit strategy. You know, because Even if they're telling you they're going to hurt you if you leave, if you stay, they're going to hurt you even more. And then your children suffer. Get out while you can. Get out while you can. You know, um. Yesterday, I, the, the past two days, just just tears of joy because realizing how the Lord has kept you and your babies, how he's kept you and your children. Although one child, I buried one child, but God prepared me for that when he was six and then even 24 hours before, you know, he was murdered, so. And he promised me my other two would live and not die. And these past two days, he's just been taking me back to like, you don't remember how I protected your babies while they were in the womb? And the enemy (laughs) was after your babies, like they were after you while you were in your mother's womb? Jesus, the gifted children, the miracle babies. You know, there are so many women who did not make it out. I remember going to court and I would see women burn from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I would see women in wheelchairs, I would see women with broken
1: arms.
0: And my heart would break. And I would always in that moment tell God, thank you for not allowing those things to happen to me. You know, um, if you've never experienced it, thank God. But if you have and you're just afraid, do not fear. Go get help. Go seek counseling. Go to the courthouse. Get a restraining order. The days are more wicked now than they were then. And I'm telling you, ever since that day, anytime I got with a man that attempted to even think they could control me or hurt me in any kind of way, I got rid of them. No longer tolerate it because the Lord helped me get out. Whenever someone's trying to control you, Control what you were, control how you wear your hair. <sighs> control where you go, who you speak to, try to isolate you from all of your family, your friends, including your own mom. Beware. I don't care if you're if it's a woman is doing it to a man or a man doing it to a woman, beware it's not god it's a, it's a whole demon you know um just know the lord loves you and for those of you who are going through domestic violence and you have small children create a safety plan create a safety word keep you a bag packed in your trunk and i just want you to know if you're with a person and y'all only have one car whatever you put in the bag hide it behind something else that's in your trunk or if you don't have a way to put clothing in there. You grab all the important documents and put money and um, the prepaid debit cards and put it like under, you know, under the um, trunk where you can put your uh, tire. But have a way of identification and money to get out. Take money out the bank, put it in a waterproof bag, put it in your trunk. Yeah, you could leave it at your relative's house, but I'm going to tell you from my experience, it's better to have it in a trunk because you keep that car gassed up and have it in the trunk because there were times I had to grab my babies and run and get in the car and everything had to be in the car. Proverbs 31. Um, I, I had to have it right there in my car, in, in all honesty. Um Because in times of when when you have to leave, like sometimes you don't have time to go to a relative's house. And what if the relative don't answer their phone? Um, what if they don't answer their door? You follow what I'm saying? Um, so it, it's best to try to keep it even. And then there was even a time where I kept like a small bag, like right at the door and didn't nobody know what was in the bag because I didn't make it like I didn't have it as like a traveling bag. You follow what I'm saying? You don't want to make it obvious, but just know that you and your children know what it is. And but and, and a safety word, a safety word, a safety word. But if you do want to keep some at your relative's house, you can. Um, but a safety word. I'm telling you, you got to leave while they're at work. I'm going to tell you, there was this guy that I was even dating, um, where I live at now. And when I was telling him, he had to leave because he claimed he a deacon. And I'm like, we can't be living in sin. Like the Holy Spirit started convicting me about having, um, sex, just, just casually having sex. And like, we were going to church together and everything. And I'm like, this is not right. And you claim that you love God, but yet you don't want to, you know, so, and he didn't want to leave my house and he, um, try to get loud and everything so the next morning while while he was at work i took his bag of stuff and left it outside on the porch and by the time he got out from work he already knew what the answer was so yep if you can leave while they're at work it's always an exit plan proverbs 31 like especially when you know the other person's schedule right like it's always an exit plan always have an exit plan but keep a bag keep cash keep prepaid debit cards keep that stuff i say use cash more because like bump that you don't want no paper trail nowhere but like at the end of the day you know it's a lot of places that try to say you can't have cash so have you some prepaid debit cards just in case you know worst case scenario but um and just keep getting new prepaid debit cards every time you go to a a a gas station or um you know, stop in a Walmart or something, just grab up a prepaid debit card, load that thing, use that thing, and then when it expires, throw it. Get a disposable phone um, where they can't track your phone. Like, I know y'all like, why is this woman talking about this? Because there's a lot of people going through this silently. A lot of people going through this silently. A lot of people going through this silently. I went through it silently. And then when I started reaching out for help with my family members, because the person isolated me from my family, So I had to start reaching out and start communicating with family again. And it's just the truth. And love don't hurt. And many people are suffering silently. And you do not have to suffer. And you definitely don't have to suffer in silence. Reach out and get help. Reach out and get help. Reach out and get help and have a safety plan. Um, That's all for today, you all. Uh, The Holy Spirit was reminding me of how he kept me and how he gave me an exit plan and how he gave me strength to get out and how he kept my babies. And it was just time to share with everyone else so you can have your exit plan because many of you are going through this silently and you do not have to suffer. I pray you all enjoy your day. And once again, Matthew 5, 5, verses 11 and 12, the Message Bible. This blessed me because at the end of the day, God just keeps giving me the scripture to let me know I'm right in his will. Not only that, count yourselves blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even. For though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. So at the end of the day, you keep troubling the devil for the Lord. Okay. Just just keep doing it. Like shake up every demon everywhere. We will not be moved. Everybody else got their agenda. We need to do what's right. Speak what the Lord tells you to speak about. Hello, Lawrence. Hi. I'm about to get off her brother, but hello. I hope you have a blessed day, but you keep speaking what the Lord tells you to speak. Because all of heaven applauds and you are in good company. My prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble. So telling the truth will get you in trouble. Make people uncomfortable. Let them lie about you. Let them try to throw you out. But you are blessed and all of heaven is applauding you. I am well, Lawrence. Thank you. Thank you. Good to know you're well. Thank you. Thank you. So just know you all be glad. Know that all of heaven is applauding you. And it says, be glad and give a cheer. So glory, hallelujah. (laughs) Man, I'd rather be a troubler for Jesus than a troubler for the devil on any day. I'd rather be a troubler for Jesus than a troubler for Satan. I did my time with Satan. Horoscopes. I did sorcery. Horoscopes. Palm readings, tarot cards, crystals, sage. I did my time with the devil. Mm. Some of you are in the body of Christ still doing your time with the devil. You still reading horoscopes, tarot cards, going to palm. Okay, get a more kinesi. Going to psychics from palm readers. I get it so good. When are you gonna come out from among them and be ye separate? You're celebrating Halloween. But you mad when the system say your boy, your little boy can say. He want to be a girl, or your little girl can say she want to be a little boy, but yet you take your child into the Halloween costume store every October and be like, you can be whatever you want to be. You parents, y'all double-minded, you're a bunch of hypocrites, those of you in the body of Christ, with your hallelujah carnivals, your fall festivals, your hallelujah festivals, whatever festival you try to call it during the month of October, you are celebrating what the devil. I come to find out that even even christmas was a pagan holiday so halloween and christmas are pagan holidays although they try to wrap everything about around jesus uh but christmas has more biblical reasons for christ uh for jesus but halloween has none like they try to they try to stamp halloween they try to stamp hallelujah carnival or try to call it a carnival or a fall festival or fall carnival and they do it in october you know uh right around um and they do it in october and they do it real close to uh uh, halloween either they do it on halloween or a few days before halloween and be trying to uh, put jesus in it and it ain't nothing godly about halloween let the devil have his day like just do what you normally do keep praying but you allowing your children to dress up and be whatever they want to be but then you sitting up here mad because the government saying your little boy can be a little girl or your little girl can be a little boy well it started at home when you told your child when y'all went into them stores like walmart and everywhere else you can pick whatever costume you want to pick and you can be whatever you want to be you started it mom and dad the government didn't start it you did Y'all gave the devil legal access, and now this thing is manifested in the government. And now y'all mad? Are you serious? Who you mad at? You can't be mad at the government. You need to be mad at yourself. You allowed it. You allowed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You moms that allowed your uh, little boys to uh, sit up here and dress up and put on your makeup and your and your earrings and your dresses and you thought it was he he so cute you let him uh dance like a little girl he he it's so cute and then when he say he want to be a little girl you want to be mad at the government hold on you did that mom oh 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 oh, oh we not gonna talk about the little girls that always want to play with boys and be dressed like a little boy and everything else and now she says she want to be a boy oh you mad but you allowed all of that to go on in your home it's not the government fault it is your fault mom and dad oh holy spirit have your way you know it's just amazing how the people in the body of christ they always want to sit up and try to blame the government but no it started in your home everything started in your home everything started in your home that is why i had to go back and apologize to my own children i had to repent to the lord but i had to go and apologize to my children for my ignorance but we have people that are in the body of christ who went to church today and are still planning on celebrating halloween with trunk or treats But y'all mad at the government, but you sitting up here telling your child that they can be whatever they want to be dress up for Halloween. Y'all don't get it. No, y'all do get it. Y'all just don't care. Y'all, a bunch of hypocrites. Y'all rather please man than store up riches in heaven. Y'all want to please people in your congregation instead of doing what the Lord is telling you to do. What is biblically biblically right, biblically sound. I'm going to tell you Proverbs 31. I really went online and I started researching things about Christmas and everything. And I found out some stuff on my own. Go research it for yourself because I truly do believe and doing your own research and see what the lord convicts you about, okay? Because I don't try to just throw what my convictions are onto everybody else because I know everybody have different convictions. But I no longer celebrate holidays. Um like my birthday is on Thanksgiving this year, just like the year I was born. And my daughter was like, "Mama, what we doing for your birthday?" I said, "Uh, I'm taking the day off just so I can take the day off, but I don't have anything planned. And I told her, I said, uh, she said, I was just wanting to know, should I take the day off? And I was like, if you plan on spending it with your daddy, Neil, I mean, I would take it off. And I I was like, but me personally, I, I, I don't have any plans uh, for my birthday or for Thanksgiving. And it's on the same day. Um, I just realized that things that I did traditionally with my mother, um they were just traditions that were passed down they were not biblically sound and now that i truly know the bible for myself i know god for myself i don't it's not the god that my mom knows it's not the god that my dad knows but it's me knowing jesus christ personally as my personal lord and savior um there's just some things that i found out that we are truly held to a higher standard not even what um religion is teaching you in churches from sunday to sunday um or the wednesday nights in the bible studies uh that's why now i'm i'm looking for like just like i need you to be holy ghost filled plus you you do know the bible but you you flow in the spirit you know you you walk in the spirit you you truly want to walk in the light of god you know um for the churches that are still going to celebrate Halloween, they're just going to see the demons manifest in their children. It, that's all it is to it. Like, because they're still going to celebrate it. They already have it planned. So they're still going to celebrate it. And be that as that may... Be that as it may, be that as it may, they're gonna celebrate Halloween and then they're gonna see them demons manifesting in their children. Uh-huh. They're gonna see them demons manifesting in their church. Uh-huh. They're gonna feel that heaviness and that darkness that is on their parking lot around their church because they gave the devil legal access. So at this point, you know, the Lord said warn, but they're still but he also told me that they're still gonna do what they already have planned, which is okay. But like don't come crying talking, about I need a demon cast out when you gave the demon legal access i don't bring them demons over here to me the lord already told me when people come to me for prayer After October 31st, going into November and December, the only people that I will be praying for are the people that he places on my heart to pray for. It will not be the people being tormented by demons because their mind is going crazy, their children running wild because they gave the devil legal access during the month of October to attack them, their children, their family, their churches, and their church ground. The Lord already gave me instruction. He already told me what to do. So, y'all keep on celebrating with the devil. (laughs) And it ain't even funny, in all honesty. It's sad. But y'all keep on giving the devil legal access. You can't say you didn't know. You can't say you weren't warned. And as a woman who sat up here and practiced sorcery unknowingly thinking because people kept calling me a psychic, not knowing that it was a gift from God all of those years and people were calling me psychic because everything I would say would come to pass. So I wasn't in church. So I was really ignorant to the fact that I was coming in agreement with the devil. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Like I was literally ignorant. Like I just did not know. I didn't know. I didn't know palm readings, tarot card readings. I'm thinking, man, I'm just telling people their future. I'm thinking it's okay, you all. But I wasn't in church. Let's let's make this clear. I was not in church. I was in the world. And then once I got baptized with the Holy Spirit of God, I found out everything that I was participating in was pure dang on evil and of the devil. And I had to go to my children, apologize to my children, let them know that that's witchcraft and sorcery let them know i did not know that on halloween when i would dress you all up take you trick or treat, and then it got to the point where i stopped taking them trick or treat, and and i started just letting them dress up and i would uh make the bags of candy myself because i wasn't trusting people like i was like people are crazy they may put something in the candy so i just started dressing my kids up and keeping them at home you get what I'm saying. I would dress them up and keep them at home. And then we would hand out candy bags. But I'm not even on. Still, that was even... You understand, like, giving the devil access. Like, I did not know that that was still giving the devil access, you all. So, um. but once I got convicted with the Holy Spirit of God, you know, and I got back in church. And it was after my oldest son was killed. But I got back in church. And um once I started like studying the Bible and I found out that astrology and things like that was witchcraft, like because it's in the Bible, you know, the sorcerers and things, like it's in the Bible, like it's it's actually in the Bible. Like, if you look it up, it's in the Bible. So when I found out that what I was doing was giving the devil, I was coming in agreement with the devil, I was giving um the devil legal access, you all like it's just different, and yeah. When you find out that you're giving like my God, my God. When you find out you are giving the devil legal access, you follow what I'm saying? That thing is just so different. So basically, numbers versus okay, numbers twenty four verse one through nine, it reads. By now, Balaam realized that God wanted to bless Israel, so he didn't work in any sorcery as he had done earlier. He turned and looked out over the wilderness, and Balaam looked. He saw Israel count tribe by tribe. The Spirit of God came on him, and he spoke his oracle message. Decree of Balaam, son of Beor, yes, decree of a man, Twenty twenty vision, decree of a man who heard God speak, who sees that the strong God shows him, ah, what the strong God shows him who falls on his face in worship and who sees what's really going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. What beautiful tents, Jacob, owe your home's Israel. That's not the one I'm looking for. Oh, here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses nine through 12. Found it. And this is the message Bible. When you enter the land of, that God, your God, is giving you. Don't take on the abominable ways of life of the nations there. Don't you dare sacrifice your son or daughter in the fire. Don't practice divination, sorcery, fortune-telling, witchery, casting spells, holding seances, or channeling with the dead. People who do these things are an abomination to God. It's because of just such abominable practices that God, your God, is driving these nations out before you. This is Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 12. So, once again, once I started reading the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, once I started reading the Bible, this is when I started finding out, man, this thing is so real. Like, that what I was doing was sorcery and witchcraft, and it was abomination to God. Like, I did not know while I was out in the world. Um, And then even when I did start reading my Bible, I kept trying to read the parts of the Bible that made me feel good, um, like many people do today. You know, try to read the parts of the Bible that justifies their sin and things of that nature. Um, I would always read about, like, you, you hear about Rahab, you're like, oh, well god blessed her uh although she was a prostitute so you know you find things to you pretty much what you do you find the scriptures in the bible to justify your sin that is what i did um before getting back in church although i would read the bible i would still use the scriptures to justify my sin you know um david was a murderer but yet you know at the end of the day god still used them so uh You know, these are things I did unknowingly, out of ignorance. um, Sincerely, out of ignorance. And so, when you find out the truth, and and once you truly know the truth, and I mean, and as you can see, it's in the Bible. um, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 9 through 12. You know, this thing is real. And then you got 2 Kings... chapter 17 verses 16 and 17 and it reads they threw out everything god their god had told them and replaced him with two statue gods shaped like bull calf bull calves Hoo-hoo. and then a palic pole for the whore goddess asherah they threw out everything God their God had told them and replaced him with two statue gods shaped like bull calves and then a palic pole for the whore goddess Ashra. They worship cosmic forces, sky gods and goddesses, and frequently the sex and religion shrines of Baal. They even sank so low as to offer their own sons and daughters as sacrificial burnt offerings. They indulged in all the black arts of magic and sorcery. In short, they prostituted themselves to every kind of evil available to them. And God had had enough. So... Just know everything that I have spoken today, it lines up with the Bible. I'm not just talking to be talking. um, And the Lord had me speak about it. So, um, yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. You all...
0: Jesus, Jesus. Jesus,
1: Jesus. Whew.
0: I I, I just have to leave y'all with that. I had to go find it in scripture for you so you would know I wasn't just talking out the side of my neck, but um, Lord have mercy. This is deep. This is deep you all and God is not playing with us he's not he's not playing with us he's not playing with us at all so go read for yourself Deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 9 through 12 in 2nd Kings Chapter 17 verses 16 through 17. And whatever version of the Bible you need. The the version I read is. The message. Um, I, I pray that blessed you all. As much as it has blessed me. I just thank God that I came out. Of that wickedness. I thank God that I know better now. I thank God that I know better now. I thank the Lord that I know better now. Because I did not know.
1: I didn't know. Jesus Christ, that is deep.
0: And honestly, for your night terrors, you're going to have to get up and pray in the middle of the night. I used to have them. Um, and I'm going to tell you, my night terrors, in all honesty, and this is the God honest truth, it came from me giving legal access to the devil. It it, 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 it literally stemmed from where I was because uh, it can come from like watching scary movies. I didn't watch scary movies, but there were times my children did like to